In the name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit, one God, Amen. Christos Anesti. Christ is risen. Truly is risen. Today is the second Sunday of the Holy 50 Days, and today the Gospel was from John chapter 6. And in the Gospel of today, the Lord speaks about Himself as the bread of life. He says, I am the bread of life. He who comes to me shall never hunger, and he who believes in me shall never thirst. So today I'd like to meditate with you on the purpose of the bread of life. How we can become spiritually full. How we can never hunger and never thirst. So I want to discuss with you a diet. A diet. But not a physical diet because I am not a nutritionist or a dietitian, but a spiritual diet. But before I get into the essence of the spiritual diet, I want to discuss with you the purpose of food. The purpose of food. And I want to answer the question, why do we eat? Because food gives our body energy. And if we don't eat, we cannot survive. But what is interesting is that this is not the original purpose of food. The original purpose of food was strictly for our enjoyment, was for our pleasure. Because God, when he created the world and mankind, Adam was given food. And Adam and Eve ate, even though they didn't need food to survive the way we need it to survive. In the first few chapters of Genesis, you can see this very clearly. In Genesis chapter 1, God said to them, He said, See, I have given you every herb that yields seed which is on the face of the earth, and every tree whose fruit yields seed, and to you it shall be for food. And in Genesis chapter 2, before the fall, God told them of every tree of the garden, you may freely eat, every tree you can eat from, but of the tree of knowledge of good and evil, you shall not eat. For in the day you eat of it, you, of it, you shall surely die. The point that I'm trying to make is that God gave us food for our pleasure. And God, as a good God, gives man appropriate ways to experience pleasure. And one way to experience pleasure is through food. So food is for our enjoyment. And when we were to taste of food, and the sweetness of food, when you taste the the strawberry, and it's so sweet, and it tastes so... You give praise to God. And you thank God for His amazing creation. But because Adam and Eve, they took too much pleasure in food. And it's written that Eve, when she saw that the tree of the knowledge of good and the fruit was appealing to her eye. The food that was supposed to bring pleasure now, and the food that was supposed to bring us closer to God, that food brought us now animosity, and it brought us enmity with God, and separated us from God. And God kicked us out from the garden and prevented us from eating the best food, which was the food of the tree of life. And God, when He put a curse on mankind, you see that the curse that He put on man was all related to food. 
He said, cursed is the ground for your sake. In toil you shall eat of it all the days of your life. Both thorns and thistles it shall bring forth to you. And you shall eat, again, you shall eat the herb of the field. In the sweat of your face, in the sweat of your face, now you shall eat bread till you return to the ground. So now food is not just for pleasure as it once was. Now the primary purpose of eating is survival. And we cannot survive without food. For we are a hungry people. We're a hungry people. And not just for food. We are hungry for God. And intimacy with God. And this brings me to the the meat so to speak, of our discussion today, our spiritual diet. Since food is required for our sustenance, the question that we should ask ourselves today is what are we feeding on? What does our diet look like? If I were to ask you, I'm going to ask Joe a question. Joe, do you eat every day? You eat every day? Everyone eats every day. What happens if you don't eat every day? You'll be hungry. You'll be starving. The same is true in our spiritual life if we don't eat every day. I believe many of us are hungry for the word of God. That's what Amos, the prophet Amos, he prophesied about this day. He said, Behold, the days are coming, says the Lord, that I will send famine on the land. I will send famine on the land. Not a famine of bread, nor thirst of water. We have tons of bread, and we have tons of water, and we have tons of food, and lahma, and gibna, and all this stuff. But I will send a famine of hearing the words of the Lord. Many of us, we experience a famine from the presence and the word of God. Many of us are famished from hearing the words of the Lord. So that's why I want to discuss with you a few important keys in our spiritual diet. The first key in our spiritual diet, I think is the base of our spiritual diet, is the word of God. It is the Bible in our daily life. Where is the Bible in our daily If we want to be spiritually full people, we have to have the Bible in our spiritual diet. In the Old Testament, God gave Ezekiel a scroll. And on that scroll was written, I'm sure it was written, words. What's written on a scroll is words. And Ezekiel took that scroll and he was told by God to eat it. For that scroll to become food. And God told Ezekiel, son of man, feed your belly. Feed, eat this. Fill your stomach with the scroll that I give you. And I think God is telling us all the same message. All of us, we need to fill our belly, fill our stomach with the scroll that God has given us. And the beautiful thing is when Ezekiel put it into his mouth... He said, this scroll is the sweetest scroll ever. It tastes like honey in my mouth. The word of God has sweetness to it. Because in these tough times, I mean, I I realize we haven't taken communion. Many of us, we haven't taken communion in a long time. But I can urge you to take communion through the word of God. Eat the word of God. 
Taste the sweetness and the goodness of the word of God. Feed on the promises that are written in the Bible. These promises, they will give you hope. They will fill your tank. And make you able to get through any trial or circumstance. And that's why the readings of today, they were all about the promises of God and the promises of eternal life. For example, in the Paulian epistle today, St. Paul, he says, Be partakers of His promise in Christ through the gospel. Be partakers of the promise in Christ through the gospel. To me, this is the most important aspect of our spiritual diet, is to have the Word of God in our life, to be reading diligently the Word of God. I always tell my sons and daughters in confession, a chapter a day keeps the devil away. Please keep the Word of God in your life. The second component of the spiritual diet is our prayers and our praise to God. Our praise and prayers to God have the ability to fill us. To fill us. That's why we were meditating on the Psalms this week. And one of the most beautiful Psalms, Psalm 62 or 63, David says in that Psalm, he says, My lips shall praise you, thus I will bless you while I live. I will lift up my hands in your name. What is he doing when he lifts up his hands? He's praying and praising God. But then he said, my, my soul, when I do these things, when I lift up my hands, he says, my soul shall be satisfied as with marrow and fatness, and my mouth shall praise you with joyful lips. Here is the interesting point, that we are filled when we pray. You know, the marrow and the fatness, this is like the shorba, is like the richest and the best part of a shorba is the marrow and the fatness. And, and David is saying, you can experience that type of fullness. Yes, you can. Through your prayers and through your praise to God. Some people say, I don't know what to say when I'm praying. What do I say? What can I say? I don't know. What you can say when you pray is tell the Lord, I am hungry. Say, I have no strength. I feel empty, dear Lord. This is what Daniel the prophet did. Daniel the prophet was once feeling very overwhelmed. And he was feeling burdened. And he was feeling distressed. So he turned to God and he said, I am like a slave standing before his master. How can I talk to you? I don't even know what to say to you. I have no strength. I have no strength. Or breath left in me. Then he says, One, having the likeness of man, touched me and strengthened me. And he said, O oh man, greatly beloved, fear not. Peace be to you. Be strong, be strong. And Daniel received strength from his prayers. And we too, we can be filled if we turn to God in prayer. That's the third component, or the second component of our spiritual diet, is that we become people of prayer. We all, I think, can improve in this, in this respect. The third component of the healthy spiritual diet 
is service. See, I'm sort of building like a food pyramid for us. You need hattam in the Bible, hattam in prayers, hattam in service. The third component in our spiritual life to be filled is our service. Because our service fills us. After the Lord met the Samaritan woman, the, the disciples came back to the Lord and they said, Rabbi, eat. And the Lord said to them, I have food to eat of which you do not know. He says the disciples were, were questioning, maybe someone else brought him food. And Jesus said to them, my food is to do the will of him who sent me and to finish his work. It's because service gives us purpose. The other day someone called me and told me something yani, that happened in their life. And yani, it was something I was a part of. Yani, it was something like beautiful. I can't tell you how much this little instance filled me. I was alive, so happy that God is using us in his ministry. Using us in his service. This gives you ultimate joy and satisfaction. Ultimate fulfillment. Many of us now, we are on quarantine and we have a lot of empty time. And I hope what we've seen is that our time is so empty. We have no purpose. And as much as we try to fill it with the games and the dumb stuff that we're doing, it will never be filled until we get involved in service. Service is life-changing. That's why our Lord Jesus Christ, even He says today in the Gospel, He says, This is the will of the Father who sent me, that of, that of all He has given me, I should lose nothing. What was the purpose of the Lord Jesus Christ? Not to lose anything, not to lose anyone, but should raise it up at the last day. And this is the will of Him who sent me, that everyone who sees the Son of Man and believes in Him shall have everlasting life. This is the will of God for us as well. God has given each one of us responsibility, relationships. And with those relationships, God has told us that we should all try not to lose anyone. For example, me as a priest, as a pastor for his church. My responsibility is not to lose anyone. Is not to lose anyone. Parents, your primary purpose Not to lose anyone, not to lose your children, to raise your children up in the faith. Friends, your primary purpose, not to lose anyone, to encourage each other in a walk of faith, to encourage each other in the life of godliness and in righteousness. That's why the Lord Jesus Christ also reminded us in John chapter 6, that don't labor for things that perish. Everything else will perish. He says, do not labor for the food which perishes, but for the food which endures to everlasting life. The service is food which is enduring to everlasting life, which is the Son of Man will give you because God has set His seal on Him. This will satisfy us, serving the the church and sharing in the glory of God. And lastly, at the top of the pyramid... At the top of the pyramid of our spiritual diet, so to speak, is the ultimate food, is 
the Eucharist, is the communion. It is the best food. The previous three things that we mentioned, they are abstract. They are spiritual in nature. What's beautiful about the communion is not only is it spiritual, it is also physical. But we can see it. We can taste it. It fills us physically and it fills us spiritually. It's tangible. God knows that we are tangible beings. So he gave us something that we could touch, that we could taste, that we could feel. The Eucharist is the restoration of the original purpose of food. Do you remember the original purpose of food? The original purpose of food was enjoyment, was pleasure, was intimacy with God. See that? Now God has restored the original purpose of food and by giving us the Eucharist, allowing us to eat from the tree of life and to have full intimacy with God. And communion is the highest form of intimacy with God. But there's many analogies that I could have used to describe the intimacy with God. But I will use a PG uh, version is imagine you are taking a class. You would never be able to just take the final at the end of the class. I know many people just finished their finals recently. That's why this example came to mind. You actually went through the whole class, and at the end, the capstone was the final, was the exam. To the doctors, it's the MCAT. or It is the, fi- it is the fullest experience. Like now the fullest experience of knowledge. I've reviewed everything. Now I get to take the final and pass the final. Communion is sort of like the final. You can't come to the final unless you take the the class in the material. What is the class in the material? Is all the things I told you previously. Is reading the word of God. Is our prayer life. Is our service. Is our repentance and confession. All of those things are preparing us for the fullest experience with intimacy with God. The beautiful thing is that if we feed on these godly things, then we will develop into God's image. You know, when I was a kid, I loved to eat eggs. And there was a time when I was eating so many eggs that uh, my parents said to me, if you keep eating eggs, you're going to turn into... An egg. And that sounds very ridiculous. That someone would turn into an egg. But with regards to communion, it is true. We are what we eat. We are what we eat. And if you, it's the same as true in some concept of like biology. If you eat unhealthy, you will be unhealthy. If you eat healthy, you will be healthy. If you eat the communion and are intimate with God, you will become like God, you will become spiritually filled. That's the beauty of the the saints in our church. They all were filled with God and were transformed into his image and became like Christ. My prayer today is we all become spiritually filled. We don't want to be hungry anymore. No, we don't. We want to be full. If you are hungry, ask God to fill you. Ask God to fill you through Bible reading. Ask God to fill you through your prayers. Remember, your prayers can fill you like marrow and fatness. Be filled through service. Find the purpose of your life. And be filled ultimately with full intimacy and communion. And glory be to God.
forever. Amen. Libo Nam Kaam